might make your head blow off. Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up. You know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G O D. One half of Relations. You wanna hear the truth? Can, can you can you can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Say it with me now. It's your boy Alpha Male G-O-D 51 Spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. You know how we do it. We do two topics in one hour. First topic tonight is going to be why men are taught how to treat a woman, but women are not taught how to treat a man. And the second topic is taking accountability. So let's dive into the first topic about men being taught how to treat a lady, but ladies not being taught how to treat a man. I think like because of a mix of all the different podcasts out there that are having the conversation about being submissive, I think there is a new conversation about how women should be treated by a small number of women. But forever the conversation has been, you know, men, their men's mothers know how they raise their boys in most cases, how they should treat a lady. And I think that conversation is only happening because women aren't being treated that great. So that would lead to the conversation as to you weren't raised like that. You know, that leads to the questions like, did you, you know, did you know, I think there's this saying, if you want to know what type of boyfriend he would be, find out about the relationship between him and his mama. That has been said. Mm -hmm. So I think these are the type of conversations that have led to the theory that most little boys are taught. Why would you say it's a small number of of women being treated? You said bad? Um, I know I said there's a small amount of women who are out there saying, you know what? We love being submissive. We want to treat our man like a king. Mm. He calls the shots in my house. There's a small number of women, me included in that number, that go hard for that topic. But I don't hear, you know, a lot of it. I think it's popular now. I can find more than ever because you have podcasters out there like Kevin Samuels who are talking about high value men and the type of behaviors they would require and alpha males and what type of behaviors they would require and things like that. So I think that lends to the topic and it's a little bit more popular now than it has been in the past because I felt ostracized really in my groups of friends when uh, cuz I'm the only one that's like, well, you know, but that real submissive out of my group of friends. So you feel ostracized basically because of what they're telling you not to be submissive? No, I think this is the issue. Most of my friends are high value women. There's no such For, thing as a high value. No, women. listen. Okay, I knew you was listen. Don't we're not going to go there. What I'm saying is I will not use the term high value. I will use my friends, the ones that are in my inner circle that I can call to come get me. They doing their damn thing. You know, they they we they travel, they're well rounded, well spoken, they got their shit together. You know what I'm saying? Do they have a man? Some do and most don't. We're gonna go with a strong no. <laughs> that percentage might be a little shaky. <laughs> but what I'm saying is most of those women are lady bosses mm-hmm. and they are a little bit edgier than me. Meaning, they don't mind wearing pants, whether it be in their work life or their personal life. See, and that's the problem right there. See, that sentence right there, wear the pants. I'm trying to figure out, like, where that theory comes from that it's okay for a woman to even think that they should be wearing pants. Like, do you have a workplace, but then you have a home. Wearing the pants just don't even sound because. Can I take that back? Because no, 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 no. 
<laughs> we don't want to. I don't think I meant Greta Pants. We don't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You did. I just meant they're more aggressive and they allow less. You know what I'm saying? And they say it up front. They're like <clears throat> mad, like oh, but you're uh -uh. not. You know, this. But you're it's not wrong like, though. That's a part of their energy. But you're not wrong though, because they actually feel like they wear the pants in a relationship. See, every time I bring up relationships, especially to like couples or people where I'm out and about and I'm saying shit like that. I always often hear this shit like, and it's always from the women. Like, we're equal. We're equal. We're equal. <laughs> but see, the equal actually turns into, I wear the pants. But what trips me out about that is like, they want to wear the pants, but then they'll turn around and say, but I don't want no beta male. I don't want no softer man or no shit like that. So I'm trying to figure out like, how can you want to wear the pants, but then want a strong... Let's just say alpha male, but claim that you want to be equal and wear a boss. Like, it don't work like that. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to go back to what I said originally, that I want to take back wear the pants. I just want to say they're more aggressive and more no, got, steadfast in their rules. Like, no, like, like so let's take Chili as an extreme. I, I got what you were saying. You understand what I'm saying? Like, they're putting out in the energy, this is what I'm going, this is what I want, and this is what I deserve, and that's all I'm going to take. And if you come in with any less than that, don't even holler at me. But I got... That's, their, that's how they behave. But that's why they ass be single. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> and, 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 like, this is this is what I'm talking about. I had a conversation not too long ago with, uh, with a woman, and she was saying that type of shit. Isn't it possible for me to actually like meet a alpha male but still hold my boss status, this and that? And I was like, no. Like, there's no possible way that you can do that. There's no man that you can meet that has power, money, and don't need you. And then you think you're going to come in and be equal, even with the amount of money that you make. You and know what? I don't first think women want to really be equal, though. I think a boss woman wants... <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. I know what I you think mean. a boss woman would respect another boss man if he... This is their problem. Let me ask you a question. I Do feel you like they have to prove themselves to be that guy me, before they will let me, submit. Let me ask you a question. Do you think... That, that statement that you just made, do you think the alpha male, the boss, the male, do you think he would care about the counterpart? Do you think he would care, like, what status that she would be on? Honestly. I think he would care to a certain extent. Let me tell you why. See, this is the problem. No, 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 no. This is why. Let me tell you why. I have been around a lot of celebrity men, and let me tell you what the conversation is, okay? It's, they need a middle ground. They want somebody pretty. Who and, want a middle ground? Uh, what, what I'm saying is this. The, no, check I'm asking me out. who. Oh, no, I'm asking the who. Guy, the guy, the, the high value man. The high value man doesn't necessarily want a, a concubine that stays at home all day and don't make no money. And he doesn't necessarily want uh, someone who can match his bank account. But there is something to be said about the woman in the room that could put it on her charge card. Trust me, I've been I've been in the room and I've seen it. I, I've seen, let me tell you this story. It is so funny. This high value guy, I will not say his name, traveled with a particular woman. And this woman was always dressed, scantily clad, doesn't matter how many people were in the room. And oftentimes, you know, she's dancing or whatever. She's keeping him entertained. And this is who goes with him from city to city. Now, I got one of my homegirls with me. I'm talking about super plain Jane, no makeup, cute little bob cut, you know what I'm saying? Had on her little casual slacks, drive the Jag, you know what I'm saying? Doing her thing, high status, a high value woman. She walks no in the such thing as Okay, woman. whatever. She walks into the room and it's like this chick that he travels city to city with is not even there. She automatically for the rest of the day and the rest of the evening did not <clears throat> pay attention to that woman that he traveled with and all he could focus on was my fucking homegirl. Even when we left the hotel and went out to the club, he was just so enamored with her because she did not need him. She didn't need him to eat. She didn't need them to buy her drinks. It was on her situation was on her. She wasn't there to, to leech. And that's intriguing to high value men. So you got to be careful when you say, do they care? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
it gets tiring dragging a bitch around. Every time you eat, you got to buy her something to eat. And you hardly know her. But those are the type of women that usually fuck on the first night also. So you figure, hey, I'm going to be here for a little while for 30 days in Miami. I'm going to keep this little bitch around. But he's paying the tab the whole entire time. So if someone comes around and orders a bottle in his presence and she happens to be cute and got her shit together, he might stop paying attention. I done seen it happen. So they're not necessarily looking for somebody who can't hold their own, is what I'm saying. See, this is the problem right here. Like, the topic was <clears throat> how men are learned or taught about women, but women are not taught about men. And listening to this line of bullshit that you give in. How is it bullshit? It happens. I, I, I let you talk. We good men, just because y'all think that's what they are, because there's no man on this planet that has power statues is going to even care about that. We don't care about stuff like that. We don't care about it's what she true. can buy. We don't care about any of that shit that you're talking about. It's not true. No man that it, that has power and money cares about any of that shit that any woman is even I doing. I disagree. You, that, that's great because it's a debate show. But this is the problem right here with what I'm talking about. Because women don't know, like you, about what men, this is the problem of the debate that we're having right now. Women who don't know about men, that are not taught about men. I'm having conversations to, with women like you and other women that you think know about men, it, it just amazes me sometimes because I'm like, unlike men, we know how to hunt prey, how to take women down, how to sweep them off their feet, how to manipulate them, how to put them in situations that are uncomfortable for them. But women, for some reason, can't ever figure this shit out because y'all are delusional in La La Land thinking <laughs> about delusional. thinking about shit like what men care about because y'all don't know y'all opponent. I often tell women this. Everything in life is not equal. When you look at when you look at sports, you look at fighters, you look at football players, you look at basketball, baseball, anything to out beat your opponent you have to study your opponent this is how you beat your opponent but women for some strange reason go wrong with their theories of what they think men won't what they think impress men listening to you even say this lets me know that you know absolutely nothing about I, what men I definitely disagree. absolutely nothing about what men won't what we're paying attention to, we don't care about what books you read. We don't care about, like, you buying no bottle. We don't care about your PhDs. We don't of care about... Do. We, we don't... See, and see, there we go again, proving this theory right. Of course they do. A woman trying to tell A woman trying to tell a man what men care about. This is the problem right here. But I can name a lot of shit women care about. Women pretend... Or, I don't know, on an island by themselves trying to say, this is what men want. Men don't want this shit. This is not up for debate. Okay. I get to Men go. don't want none of this shit that you talking about. Okay. I mean, and, I saw it happen. And, so, you and, explain what happened in that. I she did, didn't. She wasn't dressed. I explained up, it. She did, you know you didn't? Yes, I did. You I just said, said it's said, bullshit. No, I said a weaker man just because oh, you Oh, so now you're trying to say he's weak because he it, stopped it, paying attention to the hoe in the exactly. room and, try, and paid attention to the lady? Absolutely. That's a weak tendency? Absolutely. How so? He may have just met his wife. That may have been Michelle Obama. Walked in and at the every, time, and every woman start with this Michelle Obama oh, yeah. horseshit. Like, <laughs> it's not horseshit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely no, horseshit. No, it's not. Every time I, every time I try to, every time I, I hear women say, it, it, "We always go back to this equal <laughs> shit." There's no powerful man, no powerful man that's looking for a female beside them. Just, to, just to clarify that. You're terrible. You are like a caveman facts. for real. You need to get it together. No, this is this is facts. Like, oh my god. Like, oh. you can have my back. <laughs> I definitely don't want you on the side of me, and I definitely don't want no woman that's sitting there thinking that they're equal to a man. Yeah, I would say I don't. That's why I haven't used the word equal this whole entire time. I don't think. Oh no, I wasn't women saying men are I, equal. I, I wasn't saying that, but I'm explaining to you. You said. 
how did this happen? I'm explaining to you a weaker man. He's is, not it, weak. I don't believe that's right. I'm, I believe you don't. That. You don't have to believe it's right. <laughs> I'm telling right. you like what it is it's because not. there is no man. He can always have her. He's had her from city to city. She That's nothing. Now he may have just met the person that he wants to marry because this is somebody that don't need me for shit. This would be a genuine connection. She don't need me to party tonight. So I could really focus on who she is and what she got going on. And he did. He didn't smash at the end of the night. But he spent the entire night really intrigued by finally a woman in his circle. That Finally a woman in his circle that is not waiting on him to pass his card. He don't no man even with money even care about shit like that. Oh, when you have a bunch of money, a thousand dollars is like a dime. <laughs> like this is where you this is where you getting this shit. So you talking about Bill Gates <laughs> money, is, not like this is, NFL money. <laughs> I mean, regardless of the fact, even amount of money, there is no man that is making money that's that's even that's have that even have that mindset like. Oh, I don't want a bunch of I don't want a bunch of bitches around that I'm gonna have to swipe for. Let me tell you one thing about women who make money. They act like men. Basically, they are men. They make comments like men. And no man wants a woman around them doing that type of shit. If I have to swipe to keep your mouth closed, then I will swipe. If I have to pay for you to keep your mouth shut closed, I'll pay. There's nothing of interest. What is wrong with you? There's nothing of interest. That's not healthy. There's nothing of interest that you're going to tell me. He was that just is so really intrigued. not. Like, this ain't oh Cinderella God. and she dropped off a damn slipper and I care about what fucking foot fit in this damn glass slipper. <laughs> you're awful. I want to know. Sailor mentality. <laughs> I am a dick smith. <laughs> so you have a problem. Is only is, thing is that I'm caring about at the end of the night is smashing. <laughs> Not that she can buy her own bottle. Not that she has a, her own company. Not that she reads Warren Buffett. I don't care about none of that shit. And no powerful man does. The thing that women need to learn is treating a man like how we are taught how to treat women, and the things that we are taught by either your mama growing up tv show you shit and stuff like that this is how men are programmed to even know the things that women want those type of things are never programmed for women you don't see them on shows you don't see them ever being advertised and this is why women get this shit confused but just think about what you're saying like i understand the theory of what you're saying i understand that whole thing but it's almost like being inside the mind of a killer you don't know what makes a serial killer move. We can sit there and say, hey, we know he killed 23 people. We feel like we know what's going on. And this is the same thing with women. Women look at men and say, I feel like he's this way because he was intrigued. Or I understand that because when he walked into a room, my homegirl had this. A weaker man is a weaker man. It's not weak. Stop saying that. So a weaker man is a weaker man. And a so, powerful and a powerful man. Even when I talk to women who are in the room with powerful men, I always say this one thing. Every time I meet men of power, they're like assholes. So I'm trying to figure out, like, even if if I was the asshole, why in the fuck, if I'm an asshole, why I'm intrigued with some female that walked into some room buying you're some You're probably bottles? an asshole because you feel like everybody around you is a fucking peon until one and day I you would look feel up that and you have a, someone that's your equal. And I would feel she's a peon too and then you use that <laughs> word that you just said you're not going to use, equal. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, this shit is simple. It's like chess shit that I'm doing. Whatever. Can we move on to the next topic? <laughs> like, I'm not finna like, go round and round with you on this. But it's not. I'm around, not finna do it, it. It's not a round and round situation. Yes, it is, I'm just. I'm just. Okay. So, where do y'all learn y'all theories about what you think men, a men want? Yes. Where do we learn that from? Yes. I think we learn it from being in relationships. To be honest with you, I think it's definitely on the job training. But since most, but since most women don't have men, how how they get oh, on the job true. training? Now listen. Listen, I can't say that I learned a lot with my high school boyfriend. Exactly. Even though I got my first apartment, it and was kind of like... And I, normally those don't count because yeah. that's just fucking years. So go ahead. Um, But once I got into college 
and started like Oasis. cooking. You know, I started cooking. I started doing more things that grown-ups do. I, I mean, you, when you're at home, you're not cooking. Your parents cook. You when you go off to college, you have to cook yourself. And, you know, even when I had my high school boyfriend, we ate out a lot. I wasn't doing a lot of cooking. We hardly had, like, a gallon of milk in the freezer and so a box of cereal. I was just being poor. Like, so, I got <laughs> so, it wasn't it even like real life until... College time, I will say, okay. but I was in a relationship for a long time with a foreigner, a Jamaican, and they are really, really particular about how many times you wash your hands when you handle their food, how clean the home is. So being in that relationship really spruced me up um, as to how to be uber domestic. I've always been clean. You can ask my friends, you know, growing up, I always cleaned my room and things like that. But I'm talking about uber domestic. I learned a lot in that relationship. Mm. Um, so you learned from someone that wasn't from America. Gotcha. Good point. I know. I make good points all the time. Anyway. Um, I start thinking about the attributes of a woman. Cook, clean, suck, fuck, bear kids, Rub your back, massage your feet. Those are all things that I feel like and that I've learned along the way that a man would want from his woman. Okay. You know, but I also don't believe that he wants a woman that he has to keep coming to her house and turning the lights back on. But you still haven't answered the question, where do the women, so you, you covered you, where now are the women, because there's a high percentage of women who don't have men, that's saying, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I don't cook, and they're gonna, I don't and, they, and they're going to accept me as this. So where are they learning about men from? If okay. they're saying, I'm not going to change who I am. And this is why. I'm going to be me. And this is why. And In it single. goes back to the topic. This is why. Because they are not acting like we thought they should have learned when they were little boys. Like, damn, you had a mama? You know better than that. Pull your pants up. Do this. These are things that... We don't feel like we see. So you're blaming the, the parents? I'm, oh, definitely am blaming the parents of those boys who don't know how to act. Absolutely. You don't know how to approach a woman? No, I'm talking about the women. You don't know how to... What, what you mean? I'm asking, are you blaming the women that's not learning about men? What is the blame for that? Are you blaming the household, the mama? Like, what are you blaming? Um, I have to blame... A lack of self-respect to be honest with you when I meet women with dirty feet dirty feet yeah the black fuck? on the bottom y'all know what I'm talking about it's like it's one of the things that I really cannot stand bonnet in the store bonnet too like I look at things like that like come on like you have a lack of self-respect and most time those women's houses are a reflection of how they look outside. If you got dirty feet in Walmart with your hair bonnet on, I can't imagine what your house look like. So like um exactly. So there's a lack I'm blaming the lack of self-respect because if you are a lady and you are a woman, then it's okay to be good at the things that your ancestors passed down to you. I mean, this is old shit. <clears throat> Oh shit, by the way, you know, my great grandmother was Jimmy Carter's baby nurse. So it's in my bloodline to be domestic and good at it. Mm -hmm. Very good at it. So if, you, if it's not in your bloodline, you just think it ain't in the deck form? Um, no, I think it can be learned. I think it comes with valuing yourself. What woman has a dirty house? What woman can honestly go outside with a face full of makeup, lashes long, Weave down her back and got roaches at home. I don't make the correlation. In I'm fact, not, I would be shocked we even to meet to a beautiful woman that's out and mingling and trying to get some play. You know what I'm saying? And we go back to the crib and she got bugs. I'm trying to figure out why it's even acceptable for having them long ass lashes, <laughs> that hair that ain't hers, and a cape full of makeup on the face. I mean, we're going to start there before we get I'm to the roaches. I'm just saying, I mean... <clears throat> 
the woman that puts herself out there like that and doesn't domestically mm -hmm. is not domestically superior mm -hmm. i think that is a lack of self-respect i think if you have yourself together if you don't have yourself together outside i don't think the inside so, of your castle is together either but the fact that you're together outside and your castle still ain't together is even worse so let's x them out of the picture because dirty foots we're not even gonna talk about them <laughs> now let's tackle the women that are educated okay go to school okay building own businesses and stuff like that mm -hmm. and they're saying damn that what he won't that is trauma that is it that. is it is <laughs> i'm just saying shit. it's being heard and saying fuck that nigga it's being That's hurt. all that is you yes most of and I will tell you hurt? this. Listen, most of my high value friends have a reason why they are aggressive Again, and upfront about no what they will accept. It's because they've been burned. Is high value women. Go. Okay, so you don't want to use high value, but no. my successful <clears throat> friends have been burned. And it's a story that I could share that everybody listening would agree that, oh, yeah, she got burned. Well, majority, so it's trauma. Well, 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 majority of the time, those women, I mean, if you're speaking from no, them, uh, from your experience as far as your friends, I will never take that away, away from you. But majority of the time, these women that I'm talking about, they've never been in relationships. They've never been because majority of their focus has always been on school, on getting money on working and stuff like that. So being burnt is in the cards for them. They've built up their self trying to provide either for their families. So uh, you talking about a bitch uh, on Wall Street that's got, no, no, you know, you're talking about no, like pretty I, I, high value. No, no, no such way. thing is high value women. I mean, but if they're doing <laughs> that, then that's exactly what they are. But, but as far as like, but as far as like Still saying right like I, they've been burnt, they haven't been burnt. And by the time that, because they spent majority of the time, like, when they should have been getting married, they spend all their time either fucking focus on that, and then they turn 30 and 40 and then trying to be, and trying to look for a husband, but then bringing this attitude to this man that they think we want, which is negative. We don't want. You don't want the attitude, but they still, that you don't have to have the attitude. All high value are not all successful women have attitudes they just can they, they just can no they can just hold their own understand that there's this big conversation if i take you on vacation we fucking that's a popular conversation that's out right now if but I imagine on vacation, if, we is fucking. listen but imagine getting there on your own dime and just deciding you got a headache and you don't want to that's a different conversation than if you over there broke as fuck and you there on his dime. You damn right you fucking. You know why? Because you over there on his dime. He played for the plane ticket. You can't eat if he ain't buying. But if you are on your own dime, you want to go to Mexico, you know what? I'm going to meet you there. What of course. Man? And meet him in Mexico. Then you ain't got the fuck. And there's nothing wrong with that. But would a man even really invite someone like that that's going to even go along with that? See, I thought that very seriously would happen because, see, realistically, they would already be on that island that they didn't pay for already by themselves sitting at the bar by himself and then they would meet that man and then he would say you are a man this is why you bought your own ticket this is why you at the bar by yourself you really think your shit don't stink huh and then he moves on to the next one down the bar so because, because i flew in to meet you on my own dime i'm a man that's insane. I'm talking, I'm talking about the it's attitude that comes with that. just leveling the playing field so you don't feel like I need you and I'm not in a position to be at your beck and call because I have more self-respect than that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Honestly. I never said there wasn't anything wrong with it. I, but me calling you a man is facts. Like, if you act like a man, if it walks like a duck, Wax like a duck. You are terrible. You really. It's typically are. a mongoose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what? Like you need serious prayer. Oh my word, child. We gonna have to change subjects for real. So we gonna talk about accountability. And you need to take accountability for the way you think. That is super like crazy. No, I take, no, I take accountability. We gotta give like an eight hundred number out if people know people with this issue at the end of the show because this is not healthy. I know a bunch of people with this issue. 
a bunch. It's not good. Y'all all walking around so on the green grass earth. Oh my word. We're, we're going to talk about taking accountability for the way that you think and the way that you behave. Um, just taking blame for it. I think it's a pretty cool topic because a lot of times, even if it's my girlfriend calling me to complain about something, for me, because I always think about what did I do to contribute to my misery, I always think that. Well, girl, bitch, you shouldn't have done that shit anyway. Like, you knew fucking better than that. Take accountability for that shit. You know, I want them to. But often, it that's it's... It's a thin line because when your girlfriend calls you commiserating, she needs encouragement and support. She's not calling you for you to say, bitch, I told you so. You knew better than that shit. See, that's the problem with women. Something is always a problem. Y'all never telling motherfuckers the truth. Like, it'd be amazing to me that, like, examples that you gave. My girlfriend calling me with some fucked up shit that she did. But I'm not going to tell her that she, that day. <laughs> This shit was fucked up. She needs support. <laughs> I was out I, I was out with my girl one day. We see like four women. And I sit over there and I look at them. And I said to her, why is it that every time I see women out, there's always one in the pack. And it's three women that tell that never told this woman how she looked when she when, when, when she's just disproportion in some shit she ain't supposed to be in not dressed right but she's with three friends that's letting her walk around with this shit like this is the type of shit that y'all do and i'm like all three of y'all know she shouldn't have that shit on but no one has said anything but this is who you call your friends there's no way on earth i'm gonna be with my homeboys and he got this fucked up ass outfit on and i'm gonna be like well he needs the support you know what i'm saying so I'm going to just act like this shit ain't happening. See, the minute he comes out the house, we gonna all three of us going to be like, take that shit off. You're not going to be with me in public with this type of shit on. See, that's a real friend. I mean, I mean, it's just a thin line. It's, I wish you understood. I, you wish I understood. <laughs> Explain it to me. I got to hear this. It's like, it's an uncomfortable position. It's some girls I could, like my friend. I could tell her. Put nobody name on black. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I could tell, like, I can keep it real with a small group of my friends. That's not going to take it personal. But the majority, I'm going to be penalized. In the moment, they're going to say, girl, thank you. I know everybody wouldn't tell me that. But for the next two years, I'm never going to get anything else. She's never going to expose what she got on to me ever again. She's not gonna, I'm not going to hear from her on it. She's going to stay away from me because she knows I'm the, I don't mind being the bearer of bad news. I'm the person that's going to rain on your parade. And a lot of times, that's what the truth teller gets. We get the, the brunt. You know what I'm saying? When we they when they know you're gonna they you're gonna tell them the truth, whether it hurts their feelings or not, they tend to alienate you. And I'll be honest, I went through that a lot in life with my girlfriends because I'm a truth teller. So, you know, when they know they done fucked up, they tend to back off if they've had a confrontation with me where I had to give them the truth. But see this so. is but this is what I'm talking about as far as like accountability because a lot of times with the accountability, it's like the reason I wanted to tackle this this subject mainly was because often with women, if they pick a man, and then you like you said in the last segment, trauma, it's like there was a bunch of red flags that went with this oh. before this trauma even went into play. Mm-hmm. You meet a man, you can say a couple of different things. Either this man is willing to marry me, either this is a fucking scenario, a situationship, whatever, or if they get pregnant because he didn't want to marry them but kept them around for six, seven, ten years. No engagement ring or they'll say some shit like, well, we was engaged, but he never took you over the broomstick. They never hold themselves accountable for the shit that went on. They just always start saying, 
Well, man ain't shit. He treated me bad. It's a whole crop of them. So you're just saying that women don't take accountability for their choices. They don't take accountability for anything. Like, majority of times, I don't like to date women with children. Majority of times. And some people, especially in society now, they'll be like, well, that's really fucked up with this and that. I'm like, it's fucked up that I don't want to date a woman with children, but she gave her womb to somebody else, had kids, and now I got to take care of her, the kids, and all the shit, maybe a crazy baby daddy and all this type of shit. I mean, you just could have stayed over there and kept that scenario going on. But because he didn't want to marry you, you didn't get married before you got pregnant because it's typically... Mary I think Carrie. that conversation, though, this is why that conversation is not taken in a positive way, because I get what you're trying to say. But it's almost like you're saying it's one thing to say, OK, take accountability for your choices. It's another thing to tell a woman to accept that you didn't marry your baby daddy and you don't deserve to have one of us take care of your baby daddy kids and you and all the shit that come along with it goodbye except that you're going to be single forever so it's a difference in the delivery it's a different in difference in the message i understand don't complain uh don't complain because this is the choice you made or when things are taking longer but I'm than cool usual don't do that because you made those choices but to tell her to just accept that she made bad choices and that it's never going to get I'm, better kind of sucks. But, but that's how it but sounds. I'm not, but I'm not telling her to just accept. I'm saying come clean with your fuck ups. See, it's it's like when a man fuck up, you want the man to hold accountability for the fuck up. So you want to hear that shit. You want it explained in detail. You want all that type of shit to go down. But see, when a woman fuck up, they like to gloss over shit. And act like shit didn't happen. See, they want to act like they on Star Trek in its star date seven seven eighteen. Like the shit just never happened. You know what I'm saying? And when you try to address the shit and address they fuck ups, they don't want to talk about it. This is the type of shit that I'm talking about. Not that you just accept your outcome, but admit that you had a fucked up choice. Admit that. Yeah, I probably could have used the condom, protection, whatever the case may be. Maybe you could have made him marry you before you had those two, three kids. Just just admit to that and don't be using that scenario that you have from your experience and then start grouping a bunch of men and just saying men ain't and shit. shit. Okay, I get it. Now, in that context, stop bl- stop using the men ain't shit movement and admit that, hey, you know, I had sex too early. Fucked around, gave the dope boy the pussy, didn't make him wear a condom, let the nigga nut all in me for no good fucking reason. That would be great. I would like to actually hear that from some women. Because I'm like, bitch, are you serious? You're pregnant again? For what? I have that moment all the time. All the time. So I get what you're saying. Um, And I honestly don't think I hear men ain't shit as much as I used to hear it by the last generation. I think like the 90s, it was a big men ain't shit movement. You know? It's a it, big ain't shit movement. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, you know, because I don't hear that too often other than he's okay, but he doesn't have this. That's a lot what I hear now. I, I hear guys, you know, girl, he okay, but I just wish... That's how they kind of start out the phrase rather than, girl, these niggas ain't shit. I really don't hear that a lot from my group. I just hear that the guys are okay, but they're missing one thing or another, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm quite sure your group is in desperation mode, so they You ain't, know what? They my friends watch they, the show. They ain't got room to be talking about um, men ain't <laughs> shit. They trying to find their motherfucking death buddy, so they can't talk. Okay. And then, And when you talk about the new generation their idea of men ain't shit is i'm single and i can sleep at night that's like a jab of men ain't shit Mm -hmm. or you know i'm saying i'm single i'm having fun you know i'm saying so they've just switched up how How they they, say it how they i can agree with that of how they saying it and now you have you know the sex trade works you know that's going on now so you know a lot of the strippers and women who make money not 
corporate-wise because they make money uh, off of stripping OnlyFans and all this type of shit. There we go with the movement of, well, I'm making my own money. So these niggas ain't shit. You see what I'm saying? Just give me the bag. Yeah. And yeah, that is, a pr- I, the, the, you know, give me the bag. Is, that I can relate. There's a lot of, I, I see that every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Man, ain't shit. I'm going to get mine. I'm just stacking my paper. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I get it. But I think that also comes from trauma. <laughs> Keep in mind, you a, lot of these women, <laughs> trauma. a lot of these women were raised by single mothers now that had to go out there and get it. So, I mean, we got a lot of girls that uh, came out of school and went to be in a CNA making high money per hour and then was going to nursing school and they went from CNAs to uh, nurse practitioners. I mean, that's a big, big accomplishment and they get, and they got it from the mud and they saw their mama get it from the mud. So that's what kind of girls we're raising right now. Well, what they saw was their mama leave. They, um, they, 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 here we go. They husband. And then they was in the house saying, your daddy ain't shit. He ain't this and he ain't that. So of course you're going to grow up with that type of attitude. Um, I never, me having kids myself, if I did have a problem with, uh, my baby mama, I wouldn't in front of my kids be like, well, your mom ain't shit, you know, and, and, and saying this, this, and that. But on the flip side of that, women do that shit to men all the time. Oh, your daddy ain't shit, this and that. And that's why you grow up in those households where it's one parent household. Mm-hmm. And then the women, especially when they're raising the women, are constantly saying, man ain't shit, man ain't shit, man ain't shit. Mm-hmm. With that negative connotation. I often tell people, like, if you go into a, a situation negative, nine times out of ten is going to be negative. Yeah. If you go into a situation positive, then you can get positive outcomes. So I won't take away what you're saying as far as drama, uh, uh, as far as trauma, but a lot of that trauma, a lot of times is starting with that. Mm-hmm. And just with the notion of the man ain't shit. So I'm just saying, like, accountability for some of your choices accountability for making those bad choices i'm not saying everybody make good choices but at least admit to it (laughs) i i could i could agree with that i do i can agree that we don't take accountability i mean even if it's i mean it's a lot of shit that you know i think um there's a lack of accountability for even like you know bad habits you know, leading to, you know, bad income outcomes and not, you know, that's the type of st- stuff that I've dealt with. So um, a lot of these topics, um, let's take like substance abuse. Somebody has a substance abuse issue that's bigger than taking accountability. You know what I'm saying? Way bigger than that. And so you have a choice. Are you this person's encouragement and support and their friend? Are you... Forever trying to get an intervention to happen every time you get together. You understand that the whole time you're doing that, you're simply pushing that friend away. So that's why I said it's a very thin line. Your friends, if you call them friends, in most cases, you have to be able to pick and choose between a truth moment and a complete support moment. If my girlfriend got on crack, you think I'm going to stay with her? No. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm just. Uh, uh, I mean, it's substance abuse. <laughs> of what you're talking about. I mean, I will put her ass in rehab for sure. But I, but but I do believe that relationship oh at that point in time is going to be far over. Might we're going to have an intervention, of course. Definitely call some family members, but this is the moment of fact. And the thing about the thing the thing about with women is like the reason I'm addressing this is because I accountability. What I was just talking about. You meet women who getting their ass beat in an abusive relationship, getting choked, arms, putting makeup on. Going to work. Hiding the bruises. Yeah. Hiding those bruises, all kind of shit. Just every type of red flag that there is. Yeah. Now, 
you can leave this relationship. And I'm not saying it's easy to leave a relationship. But the thing that I have a problem with is those women often say, I think I can change him. That's the problem that I'm fucking having. An angry man is an angry man. Mm -hmm. An abusive man is an abusive man. Mm -hmm. If he abuses liquor, he's an alcoholic. If he, if he abuses crack, drugs, cocaine, he's a substance abuser. <laughs> a lot of these rappers now, I didn't grow up in the rapper time when we was talking about using dope and stuff like that, but I can look at a lot of these rappers and be like, these are users. You understand what I'm saying? I don't listen to, to rappers that's talking about using codeine and syrup and all this type of shit. Turn the channel. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the end of the day, accountability, even though there's a situation going on, that's the reason I went to a stream. Like, I might love my girlfriend at the end of the day, but you won't cope. <laughs> See, this is a major issue for me. You understand what I'm saying? I can't let my castle crumble because you trying to snort everything up, hock it. Take it to the pawn shop and all that kind of shit. I can't just, I can't sit idle and let this type of shit happen. Saying I can change her. I'm going to lock her ass up. And we're going to have to part ways. I wish her well. I really do. But I don't think I can change that. I think there is a lack of respect to what happens chemically in the mind when you love somebody. I think you have a lack of respect for science. I really do. I really, really do. Because when you, you love is a, it's, it's. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> and see, this it's is. true. And, see, this, and, this see? Is, and this is the thing. I, I, I really say a lot of times that, I think this is why that saying, Women are the backbone, like, I feel you. You trying to hold shit together. The foundation is rocky, you know what I'm saying? The roof about to come off the motherfucker. But there still got to be a point in time when you got to throw the towel in. It's just like, if I was training a fighter and he getting his ass whooped, I'm going to throw the towel in. I'm not going to be like, I think my fighter can push through this. When I see he getting his ass whooped, I'm just going to throw the towel in. It's like, hey, save your fighter. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying about there has to be a point in time when you have to save yourself. Yeah, I get it. Okay, so it's now it's time for the tapping portion of the show. This is when you get to write us and ask us a question. So I can tell my professor has a question on me. Two days ago, he sent me an email asking if I would like to go out with him. He's five years older than me, and going out with your teacher is so cliche. What should I do? Pretty boring, I know it sounds like, but there's a reason why I like this tap in. Because it's a lot of shows that we watch that I know I've watched over the summer and in the past where you do show that dynamic. And it's always like, damn. She fucking the teacher, even if the girl is at college and the college professor is like five years older than her. Like she just said, what is the big deal? The, the big deal is this Me Too movement that the professor is a man in power. He is a man in power. And because he's a man in power, he is not supposed to date somebody who is lower than him and might feel indebted to him in some way. That is the real issue. And that's why I picked it. Because it fits the scenario also about what we've been talking about tonight. It's, and it's, we didn't mention a lot of this stuff being related to this whole Me Too movement and being empowered and knowing how to keep yourself out of situations where you lose all the power. And it is painted that a professor and a student, she, she doesn't have any power in that situation. And that is a bad thing. That is a negative. So even though I'm thinking she's grown, it's only five years apart, there shouldn't be anything wrong with that union. I'm saying she is making one of these choices that we're talking about that will put her in a position to lose. Agree or disagree? Disagree. But I'm going to disagree for uh, uh, this particular reason. 
See the 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 biggest hole in your theory that you're talking about is if this was a situation of you're just talking about age difference and probably I can even say like a workplace. Just a scenario. But the problem with this is workplace. This is the problem. Majority of universities and a lot of times those type of things are where that can't happen because it's in their bylaws. Yeah. So a teacher cannot be fucking a fucking student for those particular reasons because even though you say, well, she don't have no power, actually, that's not necessarily true. Because she could be fucking him, that's why she could be getting an A. That's why she could probably <laughs> miss class. That's why she could probably be late. And that's why it's they like, have those bylaws. Th and that's why they have So he doesn't abuse his power. Or vice or versa. Or vice versa. So it's not a situation of a Me Too movement. And the other thing is, in this in this gener generation right there, see, when I was in school, all my teachers was old. All my teachers was ugly. I didn't want to fuck not one of my teachers. But now you have a lot of these teachers coming out where they are just five years older and they're so close in age. But majority of the time, teachers wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it wasn't. They, it was a, they had like they, a big mole on their face. They had a big. They had a big. Hell gay, yeah. A big big gap difference. So yeah, five year difference and and this person is fucking. 19 years old and the fucking teachers 28 30 i can see that mm -hmm. but in that setting workplace i would tell anybody you're going to be trouble 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 okay. like it's definitely not even worth it so just don't you go can, on the date i mean you could get kicked out of school he could lose his job. Y'all can end up on the internet. And the internet is forever. But what she's doing now is she's saying, I'm grown. I'm away at school. He's just five years older than me. She's having the moment I would have. This is her uh, This is her opportunity when I was saying, you know, the rich guy, that this woman, walked, he may have just met his wife. At a young age, at school, when it's your professor, you're thinking, I may have just met my husband. This is someone who's already established. There's only a five-year gap. So what she's trying to do is just make sense of the situation, which I would probably try to do. So I think I found out your problem. See, the thing is, I often hear women be like, man, y'all always think with y'all dick. I often hear that type of shit. Now I think I done figured it out. Y'all ass is super delusional because y'all always think y'all found y'all husband. Yeah. And y'all are fucking really off y'all rockers. Like, the shit don't make sense ever. He's five years older than you. He's playing out his sexual engine windows. And you talking about, I met my husband. And he's trying to get some pussy. Trying to figure out how these two are even going together and how you even equating that. It's real weird. But there you go. And that's an episode of Relations, guys. My name is Kana Lassiter. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and IG at Kana Lassiter. And you can find me on both platforms, Twitter and IG. It's 51 Space. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Check us out every Friday. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Check us out on IG, The Relations Podcast, and Twitter. And if you're looking for the shirts, like I always say about this time, www.alphamail.com 